This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can also listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. That's the best way to stay informed on all the latest show updates Little Billy Joel, we didn't start the fire. Actually, Joe Biden started this fire. Folks, if America were on a cruise ship, it'd be the Titanic, and Joe Biden would be both the iceberg and the captain right now. Joining us now to help us sort through some of the chaos is best-selling author and nationally syndicated talk show host Todd Starnes. Todd, thank you for joining us this evening. It's a pleasure to have you back on the show again, my friend. John, always good hanging out with you. Thank you, sir. Let's uh, let's start, Todd, with Thursday's tyrannical decree from the Fuhrer that all businesses, except, of course, the unions and those who endorsed him, uh, must force their employees to get the COVID vaccine. Uh, and, and I'll, you know, I'll say right now, I know you, know, you probably feel the same way. Look, if you want to get the vaccine, go get the vaccine. But Joe Biden shouldn't be mandating this from, you know, Berlin, as the case may be. Is this even legal, Todd? No, it's not legal. And there's no doubt that this is going to be challenged in the courts and this will end up at the Supreme Court. I mean, honestly, I I suspect the lower courts are going to take care of this. Uh, But as I was listening to the speech, I just had images of tanks and armored carriers driving down American streets. Yeah. I mean, it was really this chilling sort of um, fascist speech, uh, something that you would you would uh, you would hear, you know, in some Eastern European bloc states, uh, not the United States of America. Yeah. I mean, mandating over 100 million Americans to receive the COVID-19 vaccination against their will I mean, it's unprecedented and a complete overreach of the federal government. And and then to follow it up on Friday, where he said, you know, governors that oppose him, he's just going to run them over. I mean, it, it just that again, your analogy of the tank idea, I, literally, what is he going to drive tanks down to Florida, down to Texas and just just drive over these governors or or National Guards who, who may oppose this? It just. The last time I checked, this was a free country, Todd. I, I didn't think the president had this kind of authority. Well, the the president does not have that kind of authority, and I think he's about to discover that. Uh, thank goodness for these great Republican governors out there who um, are taking a very vocal stand. Um, Christy Noem, Ron DeSantis. But I have to tell you, I was very impressed with South Carolina's governor, Henry McMaster, who said they would fight the Democrats and Joe Biden to the gates of hell. Uh, that's the kind of language that that's the kind of focus and direction that we need uh, as we fight these fascists, because that's what this is, uh, John. This is fascism. The idea that we're going to set aside a demographic of the people and we're going to dehumanize them. Um, it really was troubling to hear the president use this term over and over again, talking about the unvaccinated. You did this to us. 
Uh, Joe Biden literally blaming the unvaccinated Americans for death in America. That is a very, very dangerous path to go down. Well, it really is. So it's like he's almost trying to divide us. Um, you know, for the first time, I genuinely fear for our democracy. There, there are Americans openly, call, openly calling for civil disobedience against this decree. And I can say, you know, I'm not entirely unsympathetic to their pleas. And, you know, uh, then again, on, on Friday, a senior White House advisor told CNN that Biden would, you know, again, run over Republican governors standing in the way of these mandates. That kind of rhetoric, it's almost as if Biden is trying to start a civil war, Todd. I just don't understand this. They, you know, again, I think they're, they thrive on that. You know, what happened on January the 6th, which we really still don't know what exactly happened on January the 6th. Um, but they want something like that to happen again. Uh, they want the violence. They want the chaos in the streets. They thrive off of this. And it is killing this country. Uh, we, have got to, we have got to stop this. And we have got to stop these Democrats from dividing us. I mean, they have created all sorts of problems in this country. Uh, they've tried to d- divide people along socioeconomic uh, lines and of course, you know, fomenting this race war. Yeah. Um, here's what gets me, John, and and uh, you know, you can call me a conspiracy theorist if you'd like, but this, I don't think Biden had the cognitive skills necessary to come up with something like this. I suspect that this is Barack Obama's doings. This smells like something Barack Obama would do, and I'm wondering if the people working behind the scenes were the ones who came up with this idea. Do you think this is at all related to his approval ratings? They're plummeting. They're in the tank. He's, he's Some polls I've seen him as low as 35. Um, the average is in the 40s. Americans see him for the failed president that he is. This certainly isn't going to help. Why would he take this kind of action? I mean, back in December, Joe Biden promised that he wouldn't mandate the vaccine. Yeah. He lied I, I the only thing I can think of is that this at least takes our our minds off of the border, takes it off of the disastrous economy, takes it off of Afghanistan, because now we're focused on this. It's the only thing I can think of is that he's trying to find something, you know, squirrel. Oh, look over there. It, it, it's the only thing I can think of. That, that could be it. Um, but I'm not quite sure that really works. I mean, you're looking at what, 50, a little over 50 percent of the country has been vaccinated a good many of those, I would suspect, are Republicans. I mean, I've been vaccinated. You know, I followed the advice of my doctor. Um, I never got the China virus, got the vaccine, and three days later, I was in the hospital. Um, so uh, you can figure out what that's. I don't. It's just crazy. Uh, so I, I just, So if that is the case, if he's doing that because of that, I'm not sure that works for him because a good many of the people who might support the president. Um, say, getting the vaccine, they're certainly not going to support him forcing people to get the vaccine. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. We're talking with best-selling author and nationally syndicated radio talk show host Todd Starnes. Todd, I I have to ask you about a story that broke earlier this week out of KU, and and I have to say I'm a graduate of KU, but it is the UC Berkeley of the Midwest. The student body president, for those of my listeners who may not be familiar with the story, the student body president at the University of Kansas is facing fierce outrage from really across the country for an anti-American tweet that was shared from her official account 
just days after the 13 American service members were blown up by Muslim terrorists in Afghanistan, student body president Naya McAdoo tweeted, quote, Happy Friday, everybody. Death to America. The tweet was accompanied by a grinning emoji. Um, Todd, I know you've been engaging with this lovely budding socialist on Twitter. She's uh, quite the piece of work, isn't she? (laughs) Well, she is a product of a public education system that's teaching kids to hate America. I mean, that's, I mean, honest to goodness, that's what's happened here. We've got a generation of millennials and generations who are being taught that there's something wrong with our country. And, And she is the poster child for everything that is wrong right now in, in our country's a- academic community. Uh, this is a very, very bad thing that's happening. And, um, you know, it needs to be addressed by the good people there in Kansas. I will say this. Um, what needs to happen, uh, the, the good people of Kansas need to send a clear message that we're not going to tolerate this kind of garbage in our public university system. And my recommendation is very simple, John. I think that um, that donors should call up and they should say, you know what, we're not going to support a university that hates America and that wants there to be and wants America to die. We're not going to support that kind of a mission. And then your state elected leaders, the Republicans need to rise up and put the screws to the university and say, you know what, we're not going to fund this kind of nonsense. Now, this actually happened in the state of Tennessee. Um, The University of Tennessee, Knoxville, hosted a, I mean, it was Sodom and Gomorrah week. It was a sex week. And when state lawmakers found out, they literally hauled the chancellor of the university to the state capitol and said, you've got a choice. You can either have sex week or you can lose all of your state funding. You choose. This is, I think that is the kind of response that needs to happen. I mean, the tweet was shared by the official account of the KU Student Senate, and neither Ms. McAdoo nor the Student Senate have apologized for it. The university is refusing to get involved, citing freedom of speech issues. And, and obviously the freedom of speech, the First Amendment, protects speech, even speech as ignorant and offensive as this. But I would contend that these are official Twitter accounts of the student government And since the SGA receives support and, more importantly, funding from the university, from the taxpayers, they should and can be held account for their conduct. I think you're right. I think that's where the legislators, where donors, where taxpayers of Kansas should hold them to account for that, shouldn't they, Todd? They should. And, and, and again, if, if we do not take action, if the good people of Kansas don't stand up and take back their university, you know, it's, it's, you're never going to see change. There is a problem in our public education system. They're raising up generations of young people to hate our way of life. And, and here's what gets me about this young lady. I mean, I, I don't know her. I don't know anything about her background, but I can tell you that her comments are ignorant. Uh, this idea that she's wishing death to America. Okay, well let's just let's just say that America dies. What are we? What's going to happen if we become Afghanistan? You think she's going to be content to be kicked out of the university, forced to wear a hijab, and be sold into slavery? Because that's what's happening in Afghanistan right now. I mean, this is outrageous. These young people are doing this because they are ignorant and they do not know why America is the most exceptional nation on the planet. Yeah, and and she's doubled down on this. She's not only not apologizing, she's fully endorsed it. Here's what I don't get. Why isn't this young lady condemning the Taliban? These are people literally selling women into the slave trade. It makes absolutely no sense. 
Women are being beaten, whipped in the streets. They're being thrown out of jobs and universities. Is is this the kind of America that she wants? No, you're absolutely right. And she would not be a student body president in Afghanistan. If she had her way, she would certainly find herself in much more dire circumstances and wouldn't have the free speech rights that she enjoys if she weren't in a country like ours. Todd, I I appreciate you again. I saw this tweet because I follow your Twitter account. I highly recommend that folks follow you on Twitter. You've got a phenomenal Twitter feed. We wouldn't have this story if we weren't keeping up with you. They can also find you at toddstarns.com, correct? Absolutely, toddstarns.com. It's sort of our big landing page and all sorts of great information free of charge for all of your great listeners. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you again for joining us this evening. Carry on the fight, my friend. Thanks, John. We're going to pay a few bills, and when we return, we'll talk with Jim Carafano from the Heritage Foundation about why Congress must authorize a 9-11-style independent commission to investigate the absolute failure of the Biden administration in Afghanistan. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this.